0: Welcome to Embrace the Musica, where we're going to dig into the raw, vulnerable, tough and beautiful pieces of this journey called life. I'm Dominique Dines, who at the age of 21 moved abroad to Mexico to start teaching after growing up in a small town in Minnesota. My husband is from Peru and we met salsa dancing 10 years ago in Guadalajara, Mexico. Here we are today raising two lovely, tricultural kids. We speak more Spanish than English in our home and do a lot of salsa dancing in the kitchen. Embrace La Musica is going to be a place where we talk about what it's like being married to someone from a completely different culture, living in a place that neither of us grew up in, being a working mom, constantly fighting or accepting cultural norms, and all the things that keep us afloat, which includes a lot of heart and humility. So let's Embrace the Musica today. Hi friends, welcome to episode 11 of Embrace La Musica, Today, we're going to talk about something that is super personal, but super valid. It's a topic that has become more mainstream these days, and it gives me more courage to talk about this as I've honestly been thinking about it for quite some time now, this concept of loving and accepting ourselves. The more and more I talk to girlfriends over the years, as we get more vulnerable and deep in our friendships, I realize that unfortunately we have all dealt with this in one form or another. This idea of loving ourselves fully, our bodies, our minds, our desires, our dreams, all the things. And I've written about this a lot over the years in my journals or my blogs or social media posts. But I think so much of what I'm going to talk about today has grown wings since having a daughter and realizing that so much of her perspective and outlook on life, and on herself, will come from my example, from my words, my actions, and me seeing my own reflection in the mirror. You see, when I was a little girl, I loved myself. I had a lot of confidence. I was often called bossy or maybe too assertive when I was younger, trying to, you know, orchestrate playing school or house or whatever we were playing. And. But then it was when I got to middle school, those awkward years where I started, you know, maybe being quieter. I started seeing things I didn't like about myself. I started comparing myself to other girls. And I played sports my whole life, and I was always very active. But I noticed that I wasn't as tiny as my best friend or as other girls, and I knew I wasn't extremely overweight either, but I started noticing more things that I didn't like about myself. I heard other girls talking about diets. I never had an example in my life of somebody who truly loved themselves. Most people in my life were very self-conscious. I didn't know that there are people who love themselves completely without doubting their worth every single day based on what they see in the mirror, and in high school, I feigned confidence in so many ways. I was involved in everything. I was trying to lead everything, trying to do it all, and I was a perfectionist, which for better or worse, it ultimately helped feed my desire to be thinner. I remember my senior year of high school was when I first started experimenting with bulimia after I ate too much or I binged on a bag of chips, and I hated how I felt. I hated the guilt that I felt, especially after a good friend of mine had told me that she was struggling with bulimia, and I was so concerned about her that I told my parents who told her parents, and I hated feeling like I was being double-faced because I knew that I was doing the same thing, and I kept doing it. After a few months of feeling disgusting, I decided to stop throwing up. And instead, I decided it was just easier not to eat. So I'd go a day or two without eating, while keeping up my schoolwork, sports, and after-school or weekend jobs. It also obviously was not sustainable. I still remember the day that I finally asked for help, and the look of shock and the words of disappointment from the other side. You see, so much of my life was spent trying to perform, Or meet the supposed expectations of others, even if they were expectations that I myself was putting on myself. And I understand today, having taken the Enneagram test, I highly recommend it if you haven't taken it, that I'm a three followed up by a two. So that three, that means that I'm an achiever. I, you know, try to do everything. I like performing and you know, checking off my list, and all of that. But that two part means that I also used to spend so much time worrying about what other people thought. So when I asked for help, I know that I shocked my parents. Just as there's gonna be times in my own life when my own kids are gonna surprise me. And I may be without that initial answer. But sometimes we just need to tell someone something to have that accountability and that support to be able to share what's on our hearts and what's on our minds. So much of my story growing up was about being good enough, trying to make other people proud, being a perfectionist, being competitive, and basing my worth on what I did or on how I looked. And I think a lot of us have struggled with this concept of trying to be good enough or to look good enough or to live up to the expectations of someone else or to try to keep up with all the trends that media tells us, you know, we need to do this or that. It's not easy being a woman. It's not easy raising a daughter. But I tell part of my story today, being vulnerable, risking judgment and criticism, because I think it's an important chapter that I've been working on over the last many years. And whenever I tell someone my story, about eating disorders, they'll always ask, well, like, what changed? How did you stop? And you know what? I don't have a specific lightning bolt moment in which I suddenly loved myself. I can't look back on a certain date on the calendar or a certain memory, but I know that all of this has been a process. Moving to university, living with roommates, I stopped throwing up. There was no privacy for better or worse in a dorm with five other girls. And quite honestly, in university, I took full advantage of the buffet and the dining room that they had every morning, noon, and evening. And so even though I played lacrosse and I played sports or ran in college, I definitely gained to my freshman 15. But I didn't feel bad about it because I was learning to love life again and not base my entire worth on my appearance it was actually in college that my dad and I ran that full 26 mile marathon that I talk about in episode one of the podcast when I proved to myself that I could do whatever I set my mind to even if I ran that race super slow I know I finished it and that was the point point. and then after college graduating at 21 I moved to Mexico to start my teaching career There are definitely some pieces of the story I'm not telling today, and maybe I will someday. But moving to Mexico, living with a roommate and eventually on my own, I realized that I have the power to choose to buy healthy food for my fridge. I can make healthy food. I can walk or run every single day living in a climate that's perfect year round for outdoor movement. And once again, it wasn't an overnight change but over the first four years in Mexico, I started to run more. I found like-minded friends who encouraged me. I had a group, a running group, we ran every single Saturday morning, rain or shine. It didn't matter if we had gone out dancing the night before, we ran on Saturday mornings. That same little group, we went to Pilates classes together on Tuesdays and Thursdays. And having that community And finding that consistency throughout those first three to four years in Mexico, I lost over 30 pounds. But ironically, it was also the first time in my life that I wasn't pressuring myself to feel or to be a certain way. I was simply choosing healthier habits and it was a gradual loss. To be quite honest, I never owned a scale. So it was more something that I could feel with my clothes and it wasn't until one of my yearly doctor appointments that I actually realized how much weight I'd lost. And I'm so thankful to be in a place like Mexico, a place that makes me smile every day with blooming trees and flowers every week, with sunshine that shines almost every day and the rain that has been falling this past week here has been glorious. It reminds us that seasons come and go and there's always something that we can give thanks for. So on that note, I am grateful that I honestly don't even think about throwing up or not eating anymore. I feel healthy. I feel proud of my body that birthed two babies. Yes, my hips have grown and I'm not as thin as I was on our wedding day, but I am strong. And I'm working out every day and showing my daughter that I love myself. Even if there may be seasons in which a scale will move up or down a little bit. But to be honest, I hardly ever weigh myself anymore because I know that that's one of those triggers for me. And I think it's important for each of us to recognize that in our own lives, to know what our triggers are, to know what can make the days harder or what can distract us from the truth. I remember for years I was terrified to have children. I was so scared that my years of transformation physically and mentally would waste away and that I would lose the confidence that I'd gained. I was scared of what pregnancy would do to my body. I was terrified of monsters from my past coming back to lie to me that I'm not enough, that I'm not good enough, I'm not thin enough, I'm not pretty enough, I'm not able to be a mom all those lies that so easily surface if we don't accept ourselves today for who we are and the strong women we truly are. We are allowed to take care of ourselves, whatever that may look like these days for us. For me, 50 plus days of quarantine has reiterated my need for exercise. I've been taking 30 to 60 minutes every single day to run, bike, or now, I'm doing all sorts of crazy and fun cardio exercises at home, which I'm sure look ridiculous to any of the neighbors who see me running up and down the stairs outside in our patio or running around in circles in our garage, but honestly that hour every morning that I let the kids watch Netflix so that mommy can go outside to breathe some fresh air and get a workout in is so worth every minute. I honestly feel stronger and healthier now than I did three months ago Because I'm reminding myself that taking care of me is something that is always worth my time. And the truth is, we are all worth it. We are enough. And even though sometimes we can be our hardest critics, and sometimes the most negative voice in our life is the one inside our own head, we can choose to be enough and to change that monologue. We can choose to love ourselves, to accept the curves, accept the challenges that we may feel from time to time, and to remember we only have today. Yesterday is gone. Tomorrow is not certain for any of us. And I'm not trying to sound negative, but I am saying we have to seize the day. We have to celebrate us today love ourselves today and not wait for something better or for a different reflection in the mirror. I am enough and I want to love myself today, accept myself today and every single day and be that example for my daughter who looks at me each and every day trying to imitate what I do, whether it's painting our toenails, whether it's eating our broccoli or doing yoga together or working on a computer, talking on her fake cell phone. She sees it all, she absorbs it all, she hears it all, and she mimics it all. I have the choice to love myself in hopes that she too will love herself despite what the world may tell her or may show her. So today, on Mother's Day, the greatest gift I can give my kids and especially my daughter is an example of me loving myself. So that they can see their mom loving herself. They can see their mom taking care of herself. They can see their mom confident of who she is. Speaking words of confidence into them and into herself. Remembering that we are brave, we are smart, we are beautiful, we are confident, and we are enough today. And that's something that I tell myself every single day. I hope that you too realize you are enough. You are worth all the love in this world, starting with yourself today and every single day. So if you liked today's episode, please share with your friends, like, subscribe to this podcast so that we can keep learning together. And until next time, with heart and humility, embrace the music.